Scotty from marketing. He woke up the other day with a somewhat rare environmental teepee in his trousers and he pledged 1.7 million EVs on the road here in Australia by 2030. Like, just like that. Going green. So easy. Who knew? It just seems effortless, doesn't it? As outright misrepresentations of reality go, I'd suggest that this is right up there with flat earth hypothesizers, moon landing deniers, and of course, anti-vaxxers. It really is export grade. Roughly three years ago, slow-mo made a big splash publicly declaring that EVs would, quote, end the weekend. Mainly because the other mob, who are almost, but not quite, equally useless, they were quite keen to promote EVs if elected. And the claim back then from the other side was 50% EVs by 2030. Good luck with that also. Anyway, the recent prime ministerial about-face is due slow-mo claims, to a, quote, massive change in EV technology in the intervening three years. And that just rolls off the tongue too, doesn't it? Unfortunately, though, it's a Himalaya of horseshit right there. Pro tip, sir. There has been no significant new EV technology in the past three years. None. And don't take my word for this. The Electric Vehicle Council of Australia agrees and they only exist to make EVs look squeaky clean. They are at least, you know, vestigially engaged with the facts though. They had Jafari, the big cheese of the Electric Vehicle Council, reiterated this point about no new technology to Laura Chung from Costello's Cockheads. Meaning nine Fairfax, in SMH on the 13th of this month, so just the other day. No new tech in EVs in the past three years. Suck it up, evangelists. So, slow-mo is shooting from the hip on this again, as in so many other things, seemingly. And I presume on this one too, hoping that we're all too dumb out here in the electorate to know different, even though we have access to these things, which are called uh, facts. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap, even EVs, for buyers here in Australia, which is, of course, the ancestral home of uh, the beetrooter. Like, she'll be right, mate. Crimson Six, he's on it. Climate crisis sorted. Basically, we're just going to let God sort it out. Website for that, obviously. The new cars at a discount, not God sorting it out. I really can't help you with that. Or you can just click the card that's out there now, occasionally, dude. So let us fact check Slomo's grandiose claims about shifting the fleet to 1.7 million EVs by 2030, shall we? Because it just rolls off the friggin' tongue, doesn't it? It's the perfect soundbite. This means a total of 1.7 million EVs registered and out there on our roads by December the 31st of 2029, okay? 
So there's roughly 15 million passenger vehicles on the road now, and by 2030, the... Uh, the Cole Evangelist proposes, by virtue of his non-plan, his quasi-plan, more than one in ten of those vehicles is going to be an EV. 2021 is just about rooted, obviously. It's been rooted since the get-go, but in terms of the calendar, it's just about rooted now. So this gives us only eight full years to get this somewhat ambitious job done and hit slow-mo's target. Yes, I know you want to. There are currently about 22,000 registered EVs running around on our fine nation's roads. So that's only about 1.68 million more to add, which is roughly 200,000 a year on average, or about one in every five vehicles sold annually on average for the next eight years, starting January 1. Personally, I detest these kinds of grandiose political claims. I so detest them. Like 1.7 million EVs. It's easy to say, but can you even conceptualise how many vehicles that is? 1.7 million. Try. It's a friggin' conga line of EVs, all parked nose to tail with the bumpers touching, stretching from the Schittsville Harbour Bridge to the Swan Frickin' River in Perth and another conga line, just the same, from the Swan all the way back, but this time to Parliament House in Canberra. All bumper to bumper with no gaps. That's a shitload of EVs, I'd suggest, especially considering the fact that we only sell about 7,500 of them this year, okay? Something of a blip, isn't it? At the very least, I'd suggest this is a see-it-from-space bump in sales. In the past five years, inclusive, EV sales in Shitsville have increased from just over 1,200 vehicles in 2017 to 7,248 EVs this year. That's according to the Electric Vehicle Council again, and if they don't know, like, dude, who's going to know? There's quite a lot of noise in the sales data too. It's up and down, and it doesn't fit on any smooth curve. But if you take those two data points, which are broadly representative, it does represent roughly about 57% growth year on year between 2017 and now. And if this trend continues, sales in 2029 will hit about 261,000 EVs and the total number of EVs on our roads will have grown to just over 700,000. That's if slow-mo does what he's really, really good at i.e. nothing, except, of course, talk himself up and erode our personal freedoms by commissioning the likes of... <sighs> P-Dut there to further test the limits of ministerial bastardry. And he's so good at it. So, if the status quo pertains... Likely, the modelling tells me we're going to come up only about 
a million EVs short of the so-called plan, inconveniently. Recent history demonstrates that the only markets on Earth where EVs instantly flourish are those in which government subsidies are so significant, so friggin' over the top, that they eliminate the price premium between EVs and their internal combustion equivalents. I'm looking at you, specifically Norway. Imagine that. You rock into your local Hyundai dealer or something, on the hunt for a Kona. Dude in a suit shows you the petrol Highlander for 38000 bucks. And then the electric Highlander for not the $64,000 which it is currently on offer for today, but something like thirty-five grand plus You don't have to pay tolls and you don't have to pay for parking in the city if you go electric. It's kind of a no-brainer, isn't it? This is essentially what buying an electric car is like in Norway today. But here, we've gone from no policy to grandiose promises without having anything resembling a rational debate about what is right for the nation and, more broadly, what is right for humanity. In my view, a, a rational debate on this kind of thing orbits the following fundamentals, and we are yet to have it, if we have it at all. So, let's go. Should we effectively put the nation further in debt by assisting the wealthy to buy electric cars? Because that's how this works. Every taxpayer-funded dollar you put into subsidising a rich person's procurement of a new vehicle, electric or not, say an otherwise 64,000 EV for mid-30s, right? It's a dollar that does not get spent on hospitals or roads or economic development or national security. Subsidising anything is a zero-sum proposition, like something else misses out. Secondly, what's the opportunity cost of subsidising EVs? Like, if we're trying to get to target X of CO2 equivalent emissions by 2050, notionally zero, and passenger car emissions are only 8% of the total, whereas coal is about 50% of the total, could the money we might spend on subsidising EVs not actually be better spent finalising finalizing and finalising our national divorce with coal, which everyone, except of course select coal fluffers in power, really wants? If we do start selling EVs in significant quantities, and there are absolutely no guarantees that this is possible. Like, car makers here, which have EVs in their inventories, they cannot get sufficient stock landed here into Australia to satisfy current levels of demand. And this is not all about the microprocessor shortage. It is really because of a comprehensive lack of corporate average fuel consumption regulations here, like no penalties for a filthy fleet, means that Australia sits at the end of the queue for the so-called clean cars. This is what happens when government after government after government sits on its ass on things like this that really matter. The pro tip on this, okay, according to evvolumes.com, 
the entire world will produce ballpark 6.4 million EVs this year. And if that distribution were pro rata based upon population or emissions or some other metric broadly linked to our national footprint in the scheme of things globally, we would be in line for about 64,000 EVs this year. Actual EV sales for Schittsville, below 7,500 this year. That kind of tells you what the cost of this regulatory inaction is, okay? But let us just say magically that we do get sufficient EVs to sell in line with consumer demand. Where's the infrastructure to support them? (laughs) They're going to be the most popular in our most densely populated regions, like inside our capital cities. And a lot of those people, they don't even have off-street friggin' parking. They often cannot even park outside the front of their very own homes overnight. So how the hell are they going to recharge? How about all those hipsters in their Teslas in that refurbed warehouse in the inner city? They're all arriving home in unison at 7pm and all plugging in virtually in unison also and all wondering, because they're so technically illiterate, why the lights in the building just all went out because the street and the building just don't have the supply to support all of that charging. See, nationally, we can generate sufficient electricity to power a fleet of 100% EVs, no problem. Only a small increase in generation capacity is required for that. And we've got sufficient coal to generate that electricity, but it's hardly an elegant solution, is it? But getting that electricity into the actual batteries, the granular detail of getting it into the burbs and into those inner city suburbs and into those buildings without a hiccup, that's a serious infrastructure issue. And nobody talks about that. Do you remember how long it took to build the NBN and how shit it is by world standards? Don't hold your breath, hoping for more electricity to your street, you inner city woke EV evangelist. Another thing nobody talks about, which is quite important, is the life cycle environmental cost of doing this. See, This is such a grown-up concept and it just orbits the facts and it's so inconvenient. Basically, 1.7 million pie-in-the-sky EVs by 2030 is going to displace roughly 1.7 million internal combustion cars, right? Many of which are a few years old and on the road now. You could call it 3 million tonnes of embodied energy in those scrapped cars, many of which will presumably have significant productive life left when they meet the scrap heap if this happens. And I'd suggest that that's an environmental catastrophe right there. Nobody talks about the CO2 impost of making those 1.7 million EVs versus equivalent internal combustion cars. Nobody talks about the environmental impact of mining the materials for the batteries. I get that EVs are awesome for clean air in our cities, and I mean that most sincerely. And this is such a laudable objective, clean air. And they're a real plus for national energy security as well because they divorce us from dependency on foreign oil, which often stems from geopolitically unstable regions. 
But as for EVs being a standout hit for overall CO2 reduction, I'd suggest that is a lot less clear cut, especially in Australia. Scotty's right on the bandwagon here too. He's calling them zero emission vehicles. But like the majority of the scientifically illiterate, that is only a true claim if you do not count making those vehicles and scrapping them at the end of their lives. Slomo's not even really smart enough, in my view, to acknowledge that he and his environmentally asleep at the wheel cohorts do not even have a fledgling battery recycling regulatory apparatus in mind. It's not even a pipe dream at this point. And it is kind of important because those 1.7 million pie-in-the-sky EVs, right, when the batteries wear out, and they will, if it's commercially viable to recycle those batteries, great. Meaning, if the materials in the batteries can be extracted and sold at a profit compared with the cost of mining virgin materials instead, then there's an industry, battery recycling. Everyone will be competing to do that. However... If the virgin materials are cheaper than recycling the batteries, in the absence of binding regulations which are strictly enforced, which mandate that these toxic materials get reused responsibly, you are looking at hundreds of thousands of tonnes of especially evil landfill. Cobalt, nickel, lithium, hexafluorophosphate. This is a completely dystopian Aaron Brockovich style of environmental outcome. But it's easy to see this happen, right? Because the free market is often shit at making the right calls because economic rationalism isn't the only yardstick by which to judge things. Just look at Volkswagen and how off course they went. We have not had any of these debates, both sides of politics are pathetic with respect to the truth and the facts here and respect for you and me in the electorate whom they purport to represent. They're worse than pathetic when it comes to engaging with actual scientists so that we might engineer the future that our children and their children deserve. They're just not long-term thinkers, these clowns. All they can see is election day. And that's it, as far as the calendar goes. And bear in mind, it's thanks to engineers and scientists that we're all not still living in caves and dying at the age of 40, etc. Politicians and lawyers really haven't helped all that much, fundamentally. This 1.7 million EVs business is a classic case of going straight from thought bubble to here's the soundbite with a total vacuum of substance in between. If you're an emphatically ignorant bogan with a short attention span who basically wants to do the right thing but really didn't pay sufficient attention at school to anything except boobies, I can forgive you for buying into this bullshit, okay? Honestly, I can. For everyone else, however, if you actually think that this is part of a carefully considered plan based on the best evidence, which ends in a decent future for subsequent generations, then, dude, I have nothing but utter contempt for you. <laughs>